you ever wanted to know the secrets to successfully juggling the demands of building a business and marriage and raising a family? If so, then this podcast is for you. Hi, I'm Monica Tanner, a wife, mama to four kids, and a relationship and intimacy expert. My mission is to ensure that passionate entrepreneurs like you never have to choose between your dedication to your family and your passion for your message. Having it all is absolutely possible. Welcome to On the Brighter Side, marriage for entrepreneurs. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to On the Brighter Side, Marriage for Entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Monica Tanner, and I'm so excited for my guest today, Ani Michalski. She is a licensed therapist and wellness coach for busy moms who desperately need a break but refuse to take one. She's also a mom of six who helps fellow moms hang up their superwoman capes and break through the limiting beliefs that are keeping them from becoming their best self. Her mission is to help women discover and fall in love with who they are under their mom hat so they can design the life they want to be living. Oh my gosh, I am so excited for this. I have lots of moms that listen and we're coming up on the holidays, which is one of the most stressful but joyful times for moms. So welcome, Ani. How are you doing? Thanks, Monica. I'm doing good. I'm excited to be here and to share with your audience all about taking off your superwoman cape. (laughs) Oh, it's so important. It's so important. Well, I read that you had six kids, but let's start with telling us a little bit about yourself and your family. So, yep, it is correct. I have half a dozen kids and they range from ages 21 all the way down to our youngest is seven. We've got a set of twins in there, five girls, one boy, and he's one of the twins. So he's got two older sisters, two younger sisters and a twin sister. So he's either going to make a great husband or never want to get married ever. (laughs) So we'll see. So we live in Montana, big sky country. I'm actually an East coast native though, born and raised in Philadelphia. We moved here 2009. Yeah. So I am a third, like you mentioned, a therapist and a coach. And so I use a lot of my background my education, as well as mostly my experience as a mom. And I have a 21 year old, so, and an 18 year old. So I am towards the end, but then I also have the beginning. I've got like the seven year old. So still a while before I can officially say that I was successful raising them. I don't know if we can ever say that we were successful at raising them. Right. I mean, once a mom, always a mom, but it does does change in a beautiful way. I have an 18 year old too and a 10 year old. So, okay. So I get the, (laughs) a thing or two about like staying sane. At first I was like, you know, I can help mom navigate motherhood. And I just started laughing like, heck no, I don't even know what the heck I'm doing myself, much less be able to do like I can navigate the feelings and like how to stay sane, but that's about it. Yeah. Yeah, no, but that is so important. And a few steps ahead, right? Just you yes. just need someone who is a few steps ahead. So I'm really excited. And I wanted to do this episode now because the holidays are upon us. And I know for me as a mom, I'm the one that generally takes on the organizing and the planning and the making sure the holiday traditions and the events get done and This time of year can be especially stressful. So I wanted to create an episode that would give moms and dads some tools and strategies to be able to enjoy the holidays without all the stress that's associated with trying to be superwoman and super dad and make everyone dreams 
come true. Yes. <laughs> I'm wondering if anyone out there is going, oh my gosh, yes, I feel that. Yep. You know, because as moms, we are the ones who usually take over that role and making sure that everything is perfect and everything's taken care of and everything's under the tree or whatever, you know, the holidays, it does bring a lot of this feelings of responsibility and feeling like we're the ones that need to make the magic happen. Yeah. Yeah. I think as a mom, I, I, I kind of do take on that responsibility. Like I need to make the magic happen. So I thought we could start with just a general rundown of why, even when we start planning super in advance, this time of year can feel so stressful for the moms. So there was a few, there's a few reasons that I think we can contribute to, you know, these feelings of overwhelm and thinking that we get everything perfect. And one are these unrealistic expectations, right? We think back on our own childhood and we remember the feelings that we feel. We don't even remember like what we got for Christmas or different events. We don't really remember that, but yet we're left with this feeling. And so we try to recreate the feelings and these feelings are idealized. Is that the word? Like, you know, they may not be quite realistic. So we try to go above and beyond to recreate those feelings. So unrealistic expectations definitely contributes to it, as well as many of the super women that I deal like that we work with are perfectionists. And we try our hardest to make sure that things are perfect. And as we know, that's not possible. And we end up being exhausted and overwhelmed because we're trying to meet these, the standard and it's just not realistic and just our own tendencies to want the best for our kids, right? Want the best for our families. And we start zoning in on like these details, whereas instead we need to kind of look at the overall picture and ask ourselves, how do we want to feel? when the holidays are through, how can we find that joy and keep that joy? And it might not be, you know, buying the hottest gifts or making sure that all our wrapping paper is matching matching, (laughs) or like these little details. And instead kind of looking at that bigger picture and saying, how do I want to feel throughout the holidays and keeping that in mind as you move through? Yeah, so important. So let's talk about some of the negative thought patterns that are common to high achieving superwoman moms like this time of year, because I definitely feel that like for me, I grew up in a Jewish home, so we didn't have Christmas, right? And I married into a Christian family. And so Christmas was new to me, but I am like you said, a perfectionist and, you know, very much high achieving superwoman feeling. But for me, I didn't have like a roadmap to Christmas. And so for many years, it was so stressful to me because I felt like I had to create this perfect thing, but I didn't even know what what that was, was, right? Right. (laughs) Like just what you've seen in the movies. Yeah, exactly. And that's probably part of it, right? Part of it is just, it's so idealized in Hollywood and in the magazines and like, it's just the standard is set so high, but what are some of those thought patterns that, that reoccur in that high achieving super? woman mom so one of the big ones is the all or nothing thinking and that that's the black and white or didactic where we feel that we there's no looking at the gray areas 
And that's one of the things like that I just talked about was like pulling out instead of trying to like zero in on like getting all the details correct, looking at that gray area and saying, you know, can I still create this beautiful experience or this beautiful holiday for my family and everything not be perfect? Like looking at that gray area and seeing like, well, well, what can I do different this year? Because you know that no matter how far in advance you are planning, you know that it's upon us and that it's going to come, you know, the same date every single year. So what can you do different this year instead of repeating those same patterns and becoming aware of those thought processes that are happening? Because our thoughts are actually impacting how we feel and what we do. the actions that we take. And so when we get to the bottom of what are we thinking and what are the beliefs that we're holding, which may be like, you know, what should Christmas be like? That is a belief. And if you're believing something that's not quite realistic, that's going to impact how you feel and what you do. And so getting to the bottom of that and changing those thoughts and those beliefs are going to change everything else that follows afterwards. So unrealistic expectations in itself, like what we should be doing, that is a thinking pattern distortion. It's a thinking error that we experience. Catastrophizing, thinking that the kids will be ruined if they don't get everything they want, or when you're making a mountain out of a molehill, like things are really not, and that, that's why it's so important to keep in mind the big picture so that you don't end up catastrophizing and feeling like, you know, little things that are going wrong, like, oh, Christmas is ruined. And so making sure that you're aware of these thinking errors as they're happening. And sometimes you're not aware as they're happening. It takes that time to reflect on it, to realize that they're playing a role in those thoughts we're having. Yeah. So good. So I love how you call out the inner mean girl. Can you give us some tips and strategies for kind of how to put her in her place during the holidays when she's just telling you that you're screwing everything up and it's not going to be a great holiday? Yes. So the inner mean girl is that girl. I love the mean girls movie. And I feel like we, I, so feeling like that we have their self doubts and self criticism inside us. That's what I talk about when I say the inner mean girl. And so being aware that she's even there, that she's not always has your, she doesn't always have your best interests in mind. And so realizing that those self doubts, where are they stemming from? And Can we change them? Because you have more power over that inner mean girl than you know. And so making sure that you're aware and challenging her again and again, being self-compassionate, practicing self-care, practicing acts of self-love are all going to be helped to put her in her place. Yeah. So I love how you say practicing self-care. So like, how can we take the time for ourselves to refill and refuel so that we don't get burnt out and start resenting the holidays? Well, we do great with like scheduling holiday parties and, and, you know, going and decorating Christmas trees and like all of the things that we put on our schedule that our, our calendars get packed around Christmas time because there are, or I say Christmas time, but around the holidays. Yeah. And giving too. Yes, exactly. It, st- it starts at Halloween. At this point. <laughs> like, yeah. I was looking at Facebook events the other day and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so many harvest fests and parties and haunted houses. And like, so it starts in October. And it seems to get earlier and earlier every year. But when you're looking at your calendar and you're seeing it get filled up, that's the time when you need to start scheduling in time for yourself. Mm. Whether that is half a day or just in your everyday planner, blocking out an hour to go for a walk or to sit outside on your front porch and enjoy the colors of the fall leaves and making sure that you're incorporating time 
for yourself because you're never going to find time. You can't, it's, you know, self-care isn't something that you're going to squeeze in, especially as busy parents. We don't have the time to like do things for ourselves. So when I'm talking with other moms and other dads and they're saying, oh, I don't have time for to do things that I love, or sometimes they don't even know what it is they love. It's not because they don't have, like, it's not, they say they don't have the time, but it's not that we all have what 168 hours in a week, 24 hours in a day. We all have that same time, but we need to realize that we are, we need to recognize that we are important enough to focus on. We have to make that time to fill our bucket, to refuel and be our best self. And it starts with making that time in your calendar, writing it down, uh, you know, just actually putting date with self, my to me time, self-care time, whatever it is that speaks to you, scheduling it in, blocking it and protecting it, right? Protecting that time, making sure that things aren't going to push it out of the way or take over on your priority list. Mm, I love that so much. And I want to like put a plug in because I'm all about prioritizing your marriage, right? You have to prioritize yourself first because you can't show Mm -hmm. up for your partner filled up if you're empty. Yes. Then you've got to prioritize your marriage, even in the busy holiday season, right? You've mm-hmm. got to put each other night. I know on you're the calendar <laughs> date night. Do not skip that, protect that. And it will do wonders for your ability to show up as a team. And right. that's really what your kids are going to remember about the holidays, right? They're going to remember yes. that feeling, feeling exactly, exactly. Did mom feel joy and enjoy the holidays? Did mom and dad work together to really make the holidays special, right? If mm-hmm. they're, you know, if you're constantly bickering because you're not prioritizing each other, that's definitely going to thwart all of your best laid plans to make the holidays amazing, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. You fill your bucket. You have to make sure that you are filled to the point of overflowing so that you can create that special holiday for all of those people that are, that you love and care for. And yep. So when I do talk about self-care, right, it's not just like, oh, mark on your calendar and, and get a bubble bath. Like, you know, it's the physical, spiritual, emotional, intellectual, and social self-care and self social self-care is what you focus on mainly Monica is the relationships and building, fostering, growing the relationships in your life. Yes. Oh, so important. So I know for me, when I start to get really busy on and and focus on those endless to do's, because I feel like the holidays is like the most important, like everything on the to do list is just like super, super important, right? It's sometimes really hard to sleep. And it seems like my head hits the pillow. And even though I'm totally exhausted, that's when those ideas start to download. And then I don't sleep very well. Do you have any advice for just getting better sleep during this time of year? Absolutely. In fact, I created an entire course about this. And because sleep is the foundation of self-care because you need to get a good quality night sleep in order to function the next day. And so the, one of the reasons why your mind starts flooding with thoughts and worries the moment your head hits the pillow is exactly because we fill our days with so much things to do. Our to-do list gets longer around the holidays. So we, our mind is going to process our, our feelings and our thoughts and our worries. It needs that time. And when we don't give it to it during the day, because we're filling it with everything that we think we need to do. When our head hits the pillow, it's like our mind says, oh, it's finally time (laughs) to 
process. It's finally time to like solve the world's problems because you filled it with so much stuff during the day that we didn't have time to do it during the day. So let's do it right now while you're trying to, while you're laying down resting. And so one way to counter that is to schedule your time during the day. Make time during the day, like I, like we were just talking about, that's that time for self-care so that you can process your thoughts. You can, you know, meditate. You can actually hear yourself think, which as parents, that time is so limited, which is why it's important to make sure that you are getting it each day so that when you get to sleep, when you finally lay down and your head hits the pillow, you're not trying to solve the world's problems. That's really interesting that you say that because I actually use my exercise time to process and And that's like a double whammy because it makes me more tired, but it also gives me that time to process. So I'm not doing it when I go to bed in my business. It's really funny because every time I come from like the gym or even this morning, I went for a walk around the neighborhood. I came back. I'm like, I should get on a Facebook live right now. And like, because I just thought of like all of these great think thoughts while I was thinking, or when I come out of the gym and I'm like, it seems that every time I jump on to share something with my Facebook group or share something with somebody, I, you know, people that I want to serve, it ends up being just after I get done exercising because I'm just alone with my thoughts. Yeah. And that's when you do your best thinking. And that's what I'm talking about, that processing, giving yourself that time. So yeah, yeah, it's why, why you're exercising or why you actually are giving yourself that time to think. Yeah. So actually my number one tip would be, I feel like, cause I'm a pretty avid gym user. I mean, I go Mm -hmm. to the gym like pretty religiously. It's just part of my routine, but the times I'm most tempted to not go to the gym is when I feel busy during the holidays, but that's (laughs) actually the most important time. And what I've noticed in years and years of this cycle is that the gym gets real empty during the holidays, right? Like I'm there because I've forced forced myself to go. And I realized like, There's a lot of people I think that fall prey to that. Like, oh, I'm too busy for the gym, but that's when it's the most important, right? Keep your exercise routine through the holidays because that's really going to help all of that, right? It's going to help with your sleeping. It's going to help with your joy. It's going to help, you know, create all of those, the endorphins and happy chemicals that come, right? So (laughs) do not give up your exercise routine. I agree. Absolutely agree. Because <laughs> sometimes like when we're working on, and that's another thing, like the super moms, like we are super women, like we tend to be people pleasers mm-hmm. and we want to make sure everyone is taken care of and everyone's happy. And so sometimes that means, well, most times that means that we end up putting other people's needs in front of ours. Mm-hmm. And so when we are able to hang up our cape, we start making ourselves a priority and protecting that time. Cause I'm not saying like, take care of yourself more than you take care of your family, but make sure that you're prioritizing yourself as much as you're, as you are prioritizing your family. Well, and that means protecting your time, going to the gym or taking a walk or, you know, sitting outside. If you enjoy reading, like whatever your self-care is making sure that you protect that time and continue to do it through the holidays. Because like yeah. you just said, that's when you need it the most, when you're ready to, to give it up and you're like, no, you've got to remember that you need that full bucket. Yeah. It, that I, you just nailed it. I think the most important things for super moms to remember is that you can't serve from an empty cup. Yeah. And so if you are completely depleted in the name of serving everyone, <laughs> you're not doing yeah 
you're not anyone, doing anyone any good. Yes. <laughs> no. So important. Okay. So if you, Ani, had the undivided attention of all the superwomen out there for just a few minutes, what is the most important advice you could give them about staying present and enjoying the holidays this year? So you just brought up the two things about being present and enjoying, which is a derivative of the joy and going back to, we, you know, we choose, I don't know, have you ever chosen a word for the year? Yes. Okay. My passion. <laughs> okay. I think mine this year was intention. That was my, oh, my okay. word for 2021. But, you know, what about choosing a word for the holidays mm-hmm. that encapsulates that feeling that you want to feel? And just like we would do if we had a word of the year, like I put it in the front of my planner and I'll put it on the wall, like get that word and use that word as a guide as a compass, as you start putting things on your calendar and say, well, this, will this activity bring me joy? Will this help me be more fully present with my family or show up for myself or for those I love for my relationship, like for my spouse and making, and using that word as your guide to help you get through it, but get through the overwhelm and, you know, possibly, I don't think we could ever escape the overwhelm. Cause I think no matter how much mental preparation we do, there's still things that are going to come up that lead or contribute to the overwhelm. So, (laughs) you know, I hesitate to say, Oh, escape the overwhelm because I don't, I, that's takes much deeper. I think that really is like changing a lot of beliefs that we hold and, and really digging deep. But I think just keeping that word and using it as a guide is how do you want to feel? I love that. And you can come back to it several times. Like you Mm -hmm. can think about it in the morning and then at night, like how did I, you know, how yeah, do I do? Right. Yeah. I kind of goes with that intention, like, you know, going off my, my word for 2021 is the intention. Oh, and like setting that intention of how do I want to feel at the end, not even at the end, but through the holidays. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. I love that advice, Ani. I feel like that is one tangible thing that each of us can go do. Like right, right now is come up with your word for the holidays (laughs) and use it as our compass and our guide. So good. So tell us about the free gift that you have for my audience and where people can find you to learn more about taking off our our superwoman capes, (laughs) but still being superwoman, right? (laughs) So I'm all about Facebook. So you can find me on Facebook, just Moms Without Capes or Instagram too, Moms Without Capes. I also am giving your listeners a gift of, if you're new to self-care and you want ways to be able to show yourself self-love throughout the holidays and beyond, I have a list of 15 ideas that you can do in 15 minutes or less. And I will give that to you so that you can put it in the show notes, as well as the sleep, the course that I created to help with sleep. I'm giving 20% off to your listeners as well. And so that can all be found on the link that I'll give to you. It's momswithoutcapes.com backslash brighter dash slide. So that's where you can find me. And those are the gifts that I'm giving you. (laughs) Amazing. Amazing. Ani, thank you so, so much for your time and for your expertise and helping light the way, right? It's hard to be a super mom, but we can all do it. We can do it. We can do this. (laughs) We can hang up our capes and get through it together. (laughs) Yes. Thank you so, so much. Okay, so I went ahead and expedited this episode because we're in the beginning of October, which means the holidays are upon us. And for those of us super moms out there, the stress level rises. And I thought this was such an important 
topic to cover so that we can really get the most joy out of the holidays and be able to get good sleep and take care of ourselves so that we can really focus on the feelings and the traditions and the memories that are so beautiful this time of year if we'll take the time to be intentional. I'm also super excited about our episode next week where I'm going to talk about some of the intimacy blocks that I had, especially around the holidays, that was keeping me from really enjoying that close, intimate connection with my husband. That's so important. So I want to let you know because I have received so many requests. I've opened up the Intimacy Secrets Summit. You can purchase it for a very low price right now and get access to all 34 interviews as well as the workbook, couples discussion guide, the highlight reel, and all of the other incredible bonuses that go along with that. You're just going to go to www.onthebrightersideofmarriage.com backslash intimacy secrets and definitely join us next week where I'll talk about those common intimacy blocks that happen around the holidays. So until then, happy marriaging. If you had as much fun as we did just now, please be sure to go to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review, which helps others to find the show. You can also share your favorite episodes on social media. And if you want more, head over to onthebrightersideofmarriage.com and download a copy of my five things I do every day to keep my marriage sizzling hot. And until next time, have courage, be kind, and stay on the brighter side.